0: Welcome to Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob, the podcast where we argue about something one of us is totally obsessed with
1: and the other has never even seen.
0: I'm Eric Johnson.
1: And I'm Emily Jones. If this is your first time listening, you can find more Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob at gvnpodcast.com.
0: And you can find all of our past episodes on iTunes and Google Play Music.
1: Today, we're feeling the Thanksgiving spirit. So, of course, we're going to celebrate in the traditional fashion with television. (laughs) <laughs> Lots of shows have classic episodes, like Friends, obviously.
0: Which, uh, side note, I saw uh, some article on BuzzFeed or whatever about how to make Ross's sandwich from the episode where someone eats Ross's sandwich. Oh out yeah, of the with fridge. the
1: moist maker in the middle.
0: The moist, the moist maker, and and so I'm really hungry. I just saw that article a couple minutes before we started recording this, so I'm really hungry right now. Anyway, luckily, um,
1: luckily, you know, I. I- I think w- hopefully we might have some access to turkey and stuffing and things over the next couple days, maybe. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, so Friends has a lot of great episodes. How I Met Your Mother has a few as well, and The West Wing.
1: Even Buffy the Vampire Slayer has a Thanksgiving episode, believe it or not.
0: Pangs, yes, that's, I love that episode. I know, it's so uh, good. but we are already both geeks about all of those shows, and you don't want to hear about that, so we can't we can't watch them on this show, especially since we don't have a guest noob today. But there's a but. I haven't watched much of Bob's Burgers.
1: And as it happens, I have never seen WKRP in Cincinnati. So we're going to have a battle of the Thanksgiving TV.
0: Both of these shows have, you know, uh, iconic Thanksgiving episodes. WKRP, it's it's one episode, but we're going to watch Uh, Three episodes of the show, just so you kind of get to know the characters. And Bob's Burgers, I have watched, you know, on and off, you know, a a fair bit of, I'd say maybe 15 episodes or so over the past however many years it's been on. Um, But I've never seen any of the Thanksgiving episodes, which I'm told are quite good.
1: They are. They are indeed. Um, So yeah, Bob's Burgers has several Thanksgiving episodes, well, specifically three. Uh, So we're going to watch those three episodes, which are an indecent Thanksgiving proposal, Turkey in a Can, and Dawn of the Pack.
0: And in case there is anyone listening who has never seen Bob's Burgers, do you want to explain briefly kind of the premise of that show for what they need to know?
1: Sure. Um, It's... it's Pretty self-explanatory when you watch it, um, but it's a cartoon about a guy named Bob who has a burger restaurant. Um, <laughs> Bob is, is voiced by H. John Benjamin, uh, who is also Archer on the TV show Archer, which if you're a fan of that, it can be a very odd thing to switch back and forth between the it's two. It's so distracting. I've, carry- I've complained
0: about this to Emily. It's, it's so distracting for me. You actually <laughs> said that that that's also why Archer. you haven't
1: watched much more of Bob's Burgers. Um, True the characters are really very different though and so it's just i mean it's this it's this wonderful wacky little family like they're all they're all such characters and they live in this little seaside town that is full of just insane characters and it's i don't know it's it's a fun show um and it's a family show it really is you know unlike archer it's very much a family show <laughs> uh so so thanksgiving works for bobs burgers
0: So There'll be be three different seasons worth of Thanksgiving episodes from Bob's Burgers. And then meanwhile, uh, we're also going to be watching three episodes from WKRP in Cincinnati. This is a show from the 1970s, started in September of 1978. And it's about a struggling radio station in Cincinnati, Ohio what? Uh, that Shocking. decides to change its format. And it uh, has all sorts of great uh, generational divide uh, humor. It's very much about like the olds versus the young coming in and kind of change. It changes over from I think it's like pleasant music to rock. And so there's, you know, a whole lot of um, you know fun drama there. Um, and uh, so we're going to be watching just to kind of get acclimated to the wackiness of the station. We're going to be watching the two-part pilot, which is episodes one and two of the first season, and then another episode from season one, uh, which is really the whole reason I, I picked this show, called Turkeys Away.
1: So Bob's Burgers is conveniently available uh, on Netflix. Where can we watch WKRP?
0: WKRP is available on Hulu, Amazon Video, and iTunes. On Hulu, you can stream it if you have a subscription. Amazon and iTunes, it's a dollar. It's also on Vudu if you want to pay an extra dollar per episode, um, but I don't know why you would do that. So either you never stream never it on Hulu. Yeah. Maybe if you're loyal to Walmart and Vudu. I, I don't <laughs>
1: know.
0: Anyway, so... It's a, we're assigning a lot here, but it is worth it. I think both six, of us are very passionate about our yes. respective Thanksgiving uh, and, episodes.
1: And six six episodes of half-hour TV are a breeze. Yeah, exactly. I, I say as a as a dedicated binge watcher. <laughs>
0: yeah, come on. Three hours? Pff,
1: easy. You can do that.
0: I, I think this as kind of like where, the Thanksgiving dinner where you're just eating way more than you normally would. Just go ahead and binge on this stuff.
1: Yeah, plus, you know, this doesn't have any Thanksgiving drama of your own. It's just other people's Thanksgiving stuff. It's great.
0: Exactly. Okay, so we're going to go watch three episodes of each of these shows, then we're going to come back, spoil everything, and talk about it after this break. Weather today in the greater Cincinnati area. And love you so badly, I put...
1: They're solid plastic, so don't settle for imitation.
0: But the senator, while insisting he was not intoxicated, could not explain his nudity. Baby, if you've ever wondered, wondered whatever
1: became of me. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, WKRP. Got kind of, tired of packing and unpacking. Cincinnati. And we're back. We just watched uh, three episodes of WKRP in Cincinnati, including a Thanksgiving episode, and three Thanksgiving episodes of Bob's Burgers.
0: Yes. Um, so, which one do you want to start with? Uh, I think we can talk about some surprising overlap between the shows as I know, we right? go along. <laughs> As um, soon
1: as as soon as I got to the surprising overlap, I was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna make this is gonna make Dawn of the Pack so great."
0: Okay, so actually, we, we might we might as well just acknowledge the elephant in the room off the bat. So, assuming everyone listening to this by this point has watched all these episodes, spoiling everything, etc. The behind the scenes here was that we wanted to do a Thanksgiving episode, <laughs> but we did barely any planning at all. This was. Emily was watching fa- uh, uh, Thanksgiving episodes of her favorite TV of shows, just
1: like all TV shows. Yeah.
0: And I was thinking, like, oh, you know, I, I have a Thanksgiving episode, turkeys away, and she's never seen WKRP. Yeah,
1: basically, literally the the list of, of shows that we went through at the beginning, or what I have been doing all week, uh, is watch. You know, <laughs> like I watched the Friends Thanksgiving episodes and the How I Met Your Mother ones, and blah 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 blah. And then Eric thought of one that I had never seen. Uh, and I knew that he was not the biggest Bob's Burgers devotee. So here we are. Correct.
0: So very little planning or collusion going into this. <laughs> and oh my God, the we happen upon two of the series. <laughs>
1: With crazed um, turkeys turning on humans
0: <laughs> Yeah, um, so it, for it, as everyone who's listening to this knows Because they've watched both the shows um, At the end of Turkeys Away uh, There's a botched promotion that leads to a turkey uprising And the entire third episode of Bob's Burgers we watched Is a botched promotion that leads to a turkey uprising <laughs> um, Well,
1: and I have to think too Honestly, didn't expect like, this the the Bob's Burgers people like so many of the people who make the the fantastic some of the fantastic animated programming that's out there, um, you know Bob's Burgers is not as densely pop culturally referential as uh, as Family um, Guy or as as, as like Archer well as like Archer and and you know the Simpsons are like or Futurama it's like if you catch a pop right. culture reference in one of those like you can be 100% certain like that is intentional they're doing Bob's Burgers isn't quite as like as obsessed with its pop cultural references but I trust them enough to think that it might they might have seen it but like I don't know I, I wouldn't be surprised with turkeys away was...
0: is like a classic I mean like it's, if it was that's... A, a
1: tribute in some way
0: I think Turkey's Away is like maybe the most well-known episode of WKRP in Cincinnati. Um, it was,
1: it was funny. I have to say the, um, the, the first two episodes. I was like, all right, all right. You know, I'm, I'm on board with this. I see why this is a funny sitcom. It's also super aggressively seventies. And oh yeah. what's her face, the blonde? That she doesn't even really need a name because she's not really a character. She's just kind of the blonde, at least in those first couple that, episodes. I mean.
0: That, that it gets better over time. Her her character actually I mean, becomes.
1: It's rough. Yeah. It's rough to judge a show on its on its pilot episode. Um. Yeah. And yeah, no, So I was watching. I was like, okay, okay. I see. I see that this is this is solid. This is a solid, competent sitcom. But I have a lot of criticisms. And yeah. then and then when Turkey's away happened, like that was the first time I started like. And again, I, for most of the episode, I was like, oh, as it's building up to like, you know, he's not telling anybody what the stunt is. Unfortunately, Hulu, which I think, I think this sucks. Hulu put in the description.
0: Oh, you um, kidding
1: me. It put in the description of the episode. And I think like, there was no avoiding reading it. It's sitting right there next to the thing that where you push play. Like, it's not like I went into the episode description. Um, but it, well, it didn't really give it away. But it just said, like, whatever the character's name is. Um... You know, wants to do a Thanksgiving promotion involving turkeys and a helicopter. And I was like, oh, he's going to throw uh, them well, out of the hel- th-
0: Yeah, that's giving it away. That's I know. I was like, oh, he's going to throw them
1: out of the helicopter, and turkeys can't fly. So that's not going to work out very well. But the execution was so good that, like, yeah. when it actually happened, I was literally howling with laughter.
0: I. Like. <laughs> like okay here here's the thing about and this is something that is a more general uh thing I've thought about the few bits and pieces of Bob's Burgers I've I've been exposed to in the past is like the show is really funny and like really wacky and like the characters are really fun but I think I laugh harder, even knowing exactly what's gonna happen at turkeys away <sighs> at the completely like dialogue driven description of the turkey uprising where where Les Nessman is just like this shell shocked survivor <laughs> of of a poultry revolt more than I do at the actual visual antics of like, oh, here's the turkeys, and they're all attacking and they're you know stampeding and all that maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just biased and this it's just because I'm you know I knew one already and I didn't know the other. Um, but I, I think just the, the writing and the, um, the fact that Turkeys Away leaves it to your imagination, just (laughs) how crazy things were, makes it so much funnier. Yeah,
1: Um, well, and it's very true. It's very true to the fact that it's a show about radio. I also really appreciated the, um, the the Hindenburg explosion tribute in that in the live yep. <laughs> broadcast. Um, not just when he compared it to the Hinden, Hindenburg but the actual, the, his actual way of describing it. Have you ever, you've, I assume that you've heard the audio. Oh, the humanity.
0: Yes. Oh my, get out of the way, please. It's running, bursting into
1: flames and, and it's falling on the morning beds and all the folks would that this is terrible. This is the one of the worst catastrophe. The world oh, still Oh, my God,
0: they're talking. Oh, Johnny, can you get this? Oh, they're crashing to the earth right in front of my eyes. One just going to the windshield of a parked car. Johnny,
1: this is terrible. The car is running around pushing each other. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the humanity! <laughs> of course, yes. Thank you. Thank you for turning this silly, ridiculous thing that's happening on a sitcom into one of the most famous pieces of live radio um, yeah. that, you know, exists uh no it, you know what it's interesting that you say that about Bob's Burgers and now I'm thinking about it because one thing that I wrote down like I I kept appreciating the the recurring joke things that that happen in these episodes and the recurring right. character stuff and I in in the note that I wrote down about it I was saying like you know something I like about Bob's Burgers is you know it's not as it's not a show like you know Arrested Development where like like a great deal of what's funny about Arrested Development is the way the jokes build on each other i was like i, I was i was thinking that that you know bob's burgers sort of self-referential thing and world building and all of that is is like added gravy it's not really it's not as essential as it is on Arrested Development where it's like some things on Arrested Development straight up aren't funny unless you you know have been watching it and you know the story and you get the jokes and you've seen the whole her thing it's like it's not funny you know unless you get it kind of thing but now that you say that about about Bob's Burgers um say that, you know, you, you enjoyed it and you find it funny, but you're not, like, cracking up and dying over it. Like, I, I actually, now that I'm thinking back to, like, what makes me laugh the most in these episodes is it, it, it kind of is the building, the, the world building, you know, mm-hmm. recurring recurring humor kind of stuff. Like, it's probably nowhere near as funny to you as it is to me that – in the second one where the turkeys keep ending up in the toilet, the toilet. that everybody yeah. just assumes it's Louise
0: Okay so really no one is going to confess Louise
1: It wasn't me
0: Louise it was- Fine. So no one, including Louise, wants to admit that they did this? I'm giving you guys one more chance to confess, and then I'm grounding everyone, including your mom and Gail.
1: Bobby! No, it's fine with me. I don't have any plans. Bobby, it wasn't us. It was Louise. Come on.
0: Oh, no, I got the fact that no, I know why, you, why that was funny. Yeah, right, yeah. And
1: it's like, I'm sure you get it, because you've, you, you know, you've seen a handful of Bob's Burgers episodes, but like to me, that is like... That is that is like uproariously hilarious because I watch Bob's Burgers all the time, and Louise is like this evil schemer, and like that's her whole deal. Or that's not she's necessarily like the, the best.
0: Stewie of Bob's Burgers. She's exactly. like always plotting. Oh my god, to, I, you she's know. so
1: much funnier than Stewie, though. I don't. I don't
0: oh no, I agree. I'm just I'm saying that, that she's person. she's the analog to Stewie. She, she's the youngest, and she's the one who's also the smartest in the family.
1: Yes, yeah, smartest yeah. and like total evil evil schemer. I love Louise yeah. with her with her crazy evil scheming. So. Kristen Schaal's voice acting oh God, is, yes. is
0: the, the, the bits of Bob's Burgers that I've watched before. Like, Louise has always consistently been the funniest part for me, so I totally am on board with, uh, with, you know, Louise's evil genius. That said, in the earlier episodes in both Indecent Thanksgiving Proposal and Turkey in a Can... um John Benjamin talking to himself and or inanimate <laughs> objects um, is the that those that was easily the highlight of, of I think e- even, as much as I love Turkey's way as much as I love WKRP, I think that was the highlight of the total viewing experience today was just hearing him uh you know talk to a turkey named Lance or <laughs> hearing him um talk to uh when he was um oh god what what was the other thing it was when he was
1: Oh, uh, in the, thir- the third episode he spends a lot of time talking to the turkey baster
0: that's right yeah that's in the third episode. episode yeah where he's home alone and he's like oh hi good to see you
1: <laughs> yeah um,
0: uh, well uh, it was good to see you I-, I should get back to yeah it was <laughs> it was nice to see you you look great what I- I-, I-, I I see you okay y- you've
1: made your point fine fine <laughs> Is this what you want? Are, are you happy now? Yeah, yeah, that's good. You wanted to come out. You want to do this right now. You want to do this right now. That's a cl- that's classic.
0: That's classic. You turkey baster. Classic you. That, I, I I think that's a, I mean it's kind of a similar thing I guess to my my praise for for the end of turkeys away, but just sort of the uh just the delivery of you know this person just 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 making something. Completely ridiculous, just <laughs> deadpanning it. That that to me is my my sense of humor, and like just the fact that that Bob. Even when he acknowledges that he's having a trippy LSD dream about a giant turkey, he's he's just Absinth. completely like you know in it. He he's he's not like be, he doesn't have the goofy voice. He just has the the John Benjamin voice. You know? yeah, it's
1: it's absinthe because Mr. Fishoder would never be on something as modern as LSD. He would Sorry, only be absent. on an a, on an eccentric turn of the century hallucinogen. That
0: <laughs> that that was, that was a uh, that was a very trippy dream sequence. Though you yeah.
1: know he's Kevin Klein, right, Mr. Oder?
0: Oh, I didn't recognize yeah. the voice. But. Yeah,
1: the the some of the some of the the guest voices on this show are great. Also, the um the like idiot twins, yeah. um Andy and Ollie, who were on the ride with the kids, are Sarah Silverman and her sister.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Huh.
1: Um, but to return to return to John Benjamin, um, that that gets at a larger point that like is especially true, I think, in these Thanksgiving episodes. But that mm-hmm. like you, I don't know. It, one of the one of the things that, one of the reasons that I have gotten over the, it's the same voice as Archer weirdness. Yeah. Because it, it is, it's super weird if you are like a big fan of Archer and then you jump to Bob's Burgers. It's really weird to go back and forth, like when both shows are in season.
0: It was less weird now because it's been a long time since I've watched Archer. The yeah. last time I watched Bob's Burgers, it was like right after an Archer binge. So yeah, yeah it was the worst possible, you know, scenario.
1: Yeah, and, like, again, like, let me tell you, it's really weird when both shows are in season and, like, you're watching an episode of each a week. It gets super strange. But the thing is, it's, like, you know, it's, it's tough because it's the same voice, but, like, they're also really different, and he does really... And, like, and and I think the, the biggest d- difference between the characters is, like, Bob is, like, so earnest and so, <laughs> like, he's just, like, he's just, like, a guy who, like wants to you know make his food and like he likes making his burgers and he likes making his turkey and his other food and like he just wants to do those things and like be with his family (laughs) and like that's all that he wants and you know he's just so like and he's like a little wacky about it but uh, you know what I mean and so he's just and and it's amazing how different to me John Benjamin manages to make those two characters sound, considering Without that he has his voice. such an yeah. incredibly distinctive voice. Yeah, it's like, it's, again, it's, you know, just all in the way that he acts them. Um, yeah. And and it it especially comes through in Thanksgiving, since since the Thanksgiving episodes, you know, like any show, it the focus shifts around to different characters and, like, they're different mm-hmm. things. But the Thanksgiving episodes are pretty much all about Bob wanting to do Thanksgiving and no one else wanting to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing that, like, um, this is tangential, but, like, that's what I always loved about the early seasons of The Simpsons is where you mm-hmm. would have these wacky characters in, like, actual, like, family situations, and that's one of the, I think, very valid criticisms of where the show has gone in recent Decades um, is the <laughs> uh, the fact that they got more and more into the, just, just the hijinks and farther away from like, hey, Homer and Marge are having problems with the budget, and then Bart does something wacky. Like where, where, where it feels more grounded. So. Yeah. Um, I you know I I I couldn't tell you if it's been so long what the other Bob's Burgers episodes I've seen were about, but I feel like those these felt more like Simpsons. Well, at least the first two felt more like Simpsons E to, to me in that they they were predicated on the fact that Bob loves Thanksgiving, and that's really all you really need to know is that he cares about yeah. this this family tradition. Yeah. Um, well, and
1: I mean, on a more broadly, and I was especially thinking this at the end of since it's kind of the whole plot of the first Thanksgiving episode. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, one of the things, again, that I that I like about this show is how much they're, you know, at the end of the day, they're they're just a family and they're all super weird and they all like love each other. You know, it's nice without being like gross and saccharine, you know, it's not like it's not like seventh heaven or some. (laughs) you know nonsense bullshit like that it's actually a good show and their character you know they're very different characters and they're super wacky and they get up to hijinks but at the end of the day like you know bob and linda super love each other and like the whole family loves each other and the kids love their parents and like the kids all are like they do their weird things but ultimately like they have each other's backs like even in like when um when uh, in the second one, Tina is super focused on being on the adult's table and she comes right. out in high heels and pantyhose and tr- falls on her <laughs> face. And, you know, Gene, Gene is like, Stop. I'm OK. You fell like a real lady. Thank you, young man. You know, like he's, he's like supporting her like the whole deal, even though she just literally fell flat on her face. It's like, oh, it's nice. But again, without being like too far over the edge into into Hallmark Hallmark Channel drivel. It,
0: it, it, it's nice with limits, yeah. It's,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, you know, it's it's, it's believably nice in, in a way that feels, even though the characters are obviously wacky, it, 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 it feels more, a bit more like a real family than I think the Seventh Heaven family does, where it's just like, oh my, oh god. my god, can you stop showing off, you know? <laughs> um... Yeah. Yeah. But to that point, um I would actually say that um WKRP has some of that in in a weird way too, even though it's a, a staff of a radio station more than a family. It, this is part of that weird overlap between these two shows is that everyone is a wacky character. There there's no I mean, I guess the I guess the uh, the program director Travis is kind of you know a straight man, the closest thing uh, to a sta- yeah, straight man on that show.
1: Except that except that in um in most setups like this, the straight man would also be sort of like the like the long suffering yeah like normal person dealing with all the crazy people and like I don't know he has such at least in this in this early part that we're working on like. He has he has an agenda that he's pushing, and you know is it doesn't
0: he's doing something.
1: Yeah, so he's doing something other than swatting away the crazy people.
0: Yeah, but but like the, the closest thing I guess to to that version of straight man would be Jennifer, the blonde secretary, who okay. is just like coasting and just like yeah. knows exactly what she's doing and is just surrounded by by you know uh, insanity. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of – I'm very pleasantly surprised at the fact that these two shows sort of converged around weirdly similar uh, <laughs> styles of humor and and Thanksgiving themes.
1: Yeah. Um, there were also a lot of little the, the absolutely not Thanksgiving-related things that I very much appreciated in WKRP. Things like – I mean, just the the aggressive 70, 70s-ness of all of it. But, like, personally, I I have to appreciate the, the guy who keeps falling asleep because he's the morning DJ. Yeah, um, <laughs> Doctor
0: Johnny Fever.
1: <laughs> as as a morning host myself, I, now I am never sitting in the studio asleep between breaks because I am a responsible person on the radio. Um, <laughs> but I do totally get that, like you know, you just got off of your shift and and you got insomnia.
0: You know, <laughs> can't go to sleep before three. I got to get up at about five, get in here, be on the air by six. <laughs> This coffee keeps me sharp as a tack. (laughs) You mind if I lie down?
1: Go right here. So I appreciated him being there. Yeah. And also he was developing into a into an increasingly like wacky crazy dude.
0: Oh yeah, he, he's like the Kramer of that show. Like he becomes like the fan favorite of just like, you know. Um, he, he has license just to always be be silly and never have to actually do anything really dramatic.
1: I also love, this is so minor, but in the very beginning of the of the opening credits, it's like yeah. scanning different radio stations. Like, I love the thing about the senator being the senator's nudity. Like, what is that? Even though
0: he was not, not intoxicated, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the senator says he's not intoxicated, but there's... Still, no explanation for his nudity. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to know what the story is about the nude Cincinnati senator.
0: I, I can't remember if, like, I, I think maybe in later seasons, maybe they change up what what oh, plays. That's when... sad. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, that was, I'd forgotten about that completely until I watched these. <laughs> I was
1: also, I was also appreciating, and again, this is, this is working in radio appreciation. This is not, like, this doesn't have to do with it being a show, but I don't know. I was, I was, I was getting a kick out of the, um, you know the physical records and uh, and actual like decks for playing the uh, for playing the commercials and stuff because obviously yeah. things have been digital for us the whole time we've been in radio. Sometimes you have to play stuff on CD, but like that's pretty minor and usually because of a tech failure. And I was just right. like, God, it's so interesting because it's like on the one hand, and especially for a show, it makes things so much more tangible because like he can express his hatred of the old terrible music by like literally and breaking the record the needle in half the and, record. Yeah, yeah. and dragging the needle across the record but it's also like I was totally good I got was getting stressed out like in all of the scenes that <laughs> where they were in the studio I was like oh my god stop distracting him like the record could end and he has to change the record there's no autoplay oh my god freaking out well, that's
0: actually <laughs> speaking Speaking of uh, the records playing and all that that's actually one of the things that a lot of people are sad about about WKRP is that when the show originally aired they had actual rock music playing whenever whenever you heard music playing it was actual licensed music but oh. by the time the show went into syndication in that the 90s and then on dvd and hulu the syndication of the, the the license was over, and so they had to replace it with, like, this generic, you know, just, like, house band, you know, f- filling in.
1: I was wondering about that. I was like, it is kind of weird that there's no, like, we're seeing bands and they're mentioning T-shirts of bands and stuff, but we're not actually hearing it. That makes so much sense. Yeah. That happens with a lot of shows that yeah. that used to. It's actually kind of surprising to me how, um, how much popular music is in, like the first season of Friends on Netflix, because I yeah, would have thought th- yeah. I would have thought that would have happened to that, but it doesn't seem to have.
0: There's a show um, that I've heard about I ne- that I never watched called American Dreams, and it was about oh I think uh, <laughs> you know the <this> show. <laughs>
1: yeah, I never watched it. Um, it always struck me as uh, as just aggressively horny. It was like set on some sort of American bandstand kind of a situation, but also yeah. one of those shows that like tried to badly tie everything into everything that ever happened in the 60s, and there was lots of just kind of looking starry-eyed and...
0: I've not actually seen the show, but... It, red, white, that, red, that white blue things waving
1: told. during... The, I'm literally talking about the promos, but, like, yeah. that was my impression of the show.
0: But apparently they also had a lot of, like, licensed music, a lot of music, hit music oh, from the 60s. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. That was a major part of the show, and it's, like, never been, like, released. It's never made it pat... It never got re released in any form, because, like, without that specific music, it didn't make sense, um, you know? And yeah. That's, that's actually one of the things that apparently happened. I was looking this up, apparently, with WKRP in some episodes. They um, they redubbed over lines because, like, they would have characters talking about a specific song that they couldn't use anymore. Oh, my so, God. So, like, they had sound-alikes for the actors come in and, like, say something else. It's just, like, crazy shit like that. That's so,
1: so maddening. Well, now, now I'm thinking about this even more and wondering if... Um that's something that must be something they plan for now, in a way that they didn't use to. Oh, they
0: must, yeah, yeah. Because like
1: Mad, because Mad Men has is just chock full of you know period appropriate and very very specifically planned music cues, and none of them are gone. But yeah, it's you know Mad Men. Mad Men is a a show from this century, and so they they must have planned for syndication. They have a
0: contingency plan, some yeah, yeah.
1: Huh. Anyway, that is anyway. that that you know what that that's. I'm actually as frustrating as that is i'm also like i'm glad to hear it cuz that was one thing that i was like okay like i'm enjoying this show but i also feel like it's it's sort of lacking the soul of what it's trying to do um with the yeah. music so so that that makes so much sense like it's almost a relief to hear <laughs> you say that like they they used to have it used the to original have
0: show was more whole yeah exactly no and and so um i mean this is a long tandem, but it's just like it, it, it is kind of um kind of weird that anyone including me like this is the show i like binge when hulu was new when hulu was a new thing oh wow and like Whoa. um it's weird that anyone who discovers this show now or maybe who's watching it for the first time you know today because of this podcast they're not actually getting the original show that they can't yeah, get the original show that doesn't exist, and that, that kind of it, it's uh i don't know it annoys me and it's it's it's, uh, it's unfortunate but, that is, that um, is
1: really unfortunate. Yeah. And it's, and it's a shame too, because it's like, it's not even, you know, it's not even possible. Cause you know, cause some of those other shows yeah. that we were just talking about, you know, shows that are are just a little bit newer, a couple decades newer, you know, mm-hmm. someone somewhere might have, might have a, a VHS they recorded on their VCR yeah. of you know some early episode of whatever or like maybe it's on like the old original the first first time they issued the season 1 box set on VHS mm-hmm. or something you know what i mean even though it's not on streaming now uh that that you know is not true of a show like this yeah that yeah. is unfortunate and strange
0: anyway i i don't think that there's really a uh, uh a point to this this is just a, <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 thankful for, for, for us to uh, have an excuse to watch these shows and yeah. talk about them. <laughs> I'm
1: I am thankful for 70s sitcoms, and I am thankful for 2010s cartoons.
0: Yay! And podcasts. <laughs> so am I. Aww. Um, And, uh, we should say that we're going to be doing one more of these bonus episodes. We're gonna try to, anyway. Yeah, um, for Christmas! Before the end of the year.
1: Holidays! Yeah.
0: Um... We're gonna that do was another with battle a D-A-Z-E, just so we're clear. Sorry, what was that?
1: I said that was with a D-A-Z-E, just so we're clear.
0: Oh, holidays. holidays. Of course, yeah, yeah obviously.
1: We're going to do a Christmas stop-motion extravaganza.
0: Yeah, um, last year we did a Muppet showdown. This year we're going to do a stop-motion showdown. Yeah, um, not
1: really a showdown, because I'm not really going to try and claim that my stop-motion entry is a better movie than yours.
0: Yeah, it's just not uh, gonna your, try. Yours it. Is, uh, is you want to say which one yours is? I, forgot. I um, forgot the name of
1: it. It's it's one of the many classic uh, Rankin and Bass stop motion Christmas films, um, but far and away the best one, which is Santa Claus is coming to town.
0: Yes, which is I'm definitely going...
1: not a better movie than
0: uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas, <laughs> which you have not seen, and no, I I've, it's been on our list since the very start of this podcast. So uh looking forward to fixing that not sure when that's coming out
1: sometime in december um, yeah sometime next month we have a lot of turkey to eat between now and then
0: yeah and a lot of uh, a lot of friends to catch up on in my in my case a lot of uh, <laughs> since i have not yet started my my annual friends thanksgiving tv episode watching so um until then emily where else can we find you on the internet
1: i am on twitter at ej reports
0: and i'm on twitter at hey esj uh, happy Thanksgiving, Emily. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving to all the to listeners. Happy Thanksgiving to
1: you, too, and happy Thanksgiving, listeners.
0: And I guess we will see you in a month or so for our stop-motion, quote-unquote, showdown. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. This has been Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob. For more, visit gvnpodcast.com.